Greetings, fellow humans. This is Pat Callahan uh, from All White Tukey. You're listening to another great podcast on the Four Eyed Radio Network. Yeah. <laughs> it's your good pal, Steve O, from the Four Eyed Radio Network. I'm here to talk to you about a wonderful designer we all know uh, Revenge Lover. Illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. And just do yourself a favor and tell them Steve-O sent you. I know it really doesn't count for anything, but, I mean, come on. Who's gonna, who are you gonna trust? You gonna trust, you gonna trust somebody else? No, you're gonna trust me, Steve-O. Because, face it, I'm awesome. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Arcade Bros. That's right, I said Arcade Bros. Where the fuck have we been? Well, in the studio tonight we have two, two special people. And we'll get to that in a bit, but we're gonna talk about E3, even though I know it's been a month, so get off my back, people. And we also have a bunch of other video games that we're going to be talking about, such as what have we been playing lately and more. So without further ado, we actually have Matthew in the studio. Check this out, he's gonna cue up the music for us because he's awesome. <laughs> Go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so stay tuned, and here comes an all new episode of Arcade Bros coming at you. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Longbox Cast. No, I am your it's host. It's Arcade Bros. What? <laughs> oh, that's right. That is right. That's silly. Hey, is that cake? What do you mean cake? The song that you play in. No, it's uh, it's uh, the Megas. It's oh. a band that does covers of all uh, like Mega Man songs. Dude, right. I knew that sounded familiar. That's a yeah. It's that uh, when you're picking the robot masters in uh, Mega Man Two. That's the song that plays. But they added like lyrics. They've like created like an entire story with them and stuff. But of course, in the studios with me on Arcade Bros is Matthew. We all know him from yes. Socially Awkward, uh-huh. and uh, hopefully. Uh, uh, my next co-host that uh, will stay with me unless he's just like, oh, I hate you, just <gasps> like most co-hosts do. Uh, Josh, which could happen. It could happen. Hello, hello. How is everybody? Um, so yeah, so we are finally doing episode eighty. Um, I would pull up all of our sponsors and stuff, but I forgot to actually pull up that page. So what we can do, actually, though, since not too many people know Josh, Josh, why don't you give the people at home a little taste of what you're all about? That's pretty much what I'm about. Oh, so, uh, yeah. My my name's Josh. Uh, been playing games, video games for a very, very long time. Uh, I have a lot of stuff to talk about. Sometimes that aren't very interesting. Sometimes you'll agree. Sometimes you won't. Uh, but my job here is to uh, provide my insight on uh, new things going on uh, with video games. Uh, things I like, things I don't like. Sometimes I get animated. Sometimes I don't make any sense. But you know, I have a lot of opinions um, about a lot of things going on. Whether it's um, you know, first-person shooters, MMORPGs, uh, role-playing RPGs, um, sports games, things like that. So, yeah, hopefully you'll f- uh, find what I have to say, you know, interesting and entertaining, and maybe uh, Steve will keep me around. Oh, I, I took me this long to find a co-host. I'll keep you around. It's more like everyone keeps leaving me. So <laughs> where, where do you see yourself in, like, five years? <laughs> 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 you 
in five years, <laughs> I want a treehouse in Hawaii. Yeah. And we can record a podcast from there. Da, you guys will be flying da, in. Da, da, Hell yeah. Da, da, da. Shooter. 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 Clever girl. Oh, shit. I got to really... Wow. Okay. This is how old we haven't done an episode in a while shows. I still have ravencruise.com as the... <laughs> Raven. Uh, Revenge lover. Revenge lover. But, of course, to listen to our podcast, you can find us on 4iradio.com, Facebook, Twitter. Wait. We can listen to it on Twitter? When did that happen? Or is that just stuff that Eric's thrown on the thing? Oh, well. Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide... Oh, yeah, that was the poddirectory.com is a new one. Double Twists, YouTube, Swell Radio, SoundCloud, and Player FM. Zoom Marketplace <laughs> is still around? I guess. I guess. Man, I remember when I had a Zoom. I never had a Zoom, man. I was always iPod. <laughs> you were never a Zoom, Zoom? A Zoom, a Zoom, 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 Zoom. Let the boys be boys. So anyways, let's, I guess let's dive into what our usual segments are in the beginning of the show is, what has everyone been playing lately? I know it's been a long, long time, so there's plenty of games that you guys have probably been playing, but what are you into right now and what do you plan on looking forward to diving into after you're done with your little project? What have you been playing? Oh, I've been playing Batman Arkham Knight, so I was trying to let you people go first so I can try to redo all my show notes, but Matthew's not having it, apparently. (laughs) You dick. What have have you been playing, Matt? I'm interested. You you have not told us what you... So, uh, I'm still doing The Witcher, and uh, I know know you've been rocking it, so... um, But I've also been playing the, um, the free, like, downloadable free games that you can do with Games of Gold on Xbox One. And uh, Massive Chalice, it's like a, a turn-based, uh, it's not an RPG, but it's a turn-based game. Um, I played a little bit of it. Don't know how I'm really feeling about it. Uh, I'm just kind of continuing to play it to see kind of where it goes story-wise, but um, I'm not really sure. But The Witcher, that's what I've been uh, what I've been doing lately. Cool. I love that game. Yeah, that game is pretty badass. Uh, there's a lot of content to go through for sure. Oh did you God, uh, play the first or second one? I did. Uh, I, well, I remember the second one more, but better than the first one. I mean, it's been so long since the first Witcher came out, but I remember the second one kind of being a little more difficult, like in the com- combat aspect of things. Yeah, I remember there was you know more you know to pay attention to as far as you know combinations on on the key on the gamepad, like you know hit this button to bring this menu up and doing this. I just remember thinking like, man, there's a lot of things going on, you know, in combat. And, um, but I love the storyline, you know, Triss came around. That was nice. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, I love that game, but I think I like the third one a lot better. Way more fluid. Uh, combat is much more fun. Yeah. You know, casting your signs, um, you know, switching between bombs, things like that. Everything is just a lot easier. It's there it is. And, uh, you don't have a lot of, of things to figure out as far as, you know, the, the user interface, things like that. Yeah. This is the first one that I played and. For one, I'm really intrigued by the story. Uh, you meet a lot of cool characters. The side quests, they're like legit quests. Like, there's not just go and fetch this thing, bring it back. But I mean, some of them are. But for the most part, the the voiceover work and the people that you interact with actually uh, really intrigue me. Um, the world is massive, which is kind of insane. But it's just the uh, like the main story missions are are really cool i've met some really really badass characters like the witches in the bog and like um 
some other ones that I'm just like, holy shit. Like, yeah, I guess I don't want to, we don't want to ruin it for anybody. No, but I mean, the story, but yeah, that was, there's a lot of interesting points where you're like, oh my God, that escalated quickly. You did not expect that to happen in this, you know, specific quest line. It could be a secondary quest. It could be anything. And all of a sudden you're just in the middle of this huge, uh, in-depth story. Um, that kind of, usually sometimes it won't even have anything to do with the main, the main storyline, but it's just like, oh my god, yeah, that was really messed up. Or wow, I didn't expect to see that in a video game. That definitely does happen a lot. And uh, I'll be playing, my girlfriend will be watching, and she'll just be like, "What the heck just <laughs> happened?" Like, well, since you're kind of jumping in here in the middle, let me explain. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's definitely a big, big, big game for sure. So that's what I've been playing. Okay. So, um, okay, now, how do you feel about the? Um some of the games that have been coming out lately for Xbox Gold, like free now, because now they're doing two a month, with which was released with E3 stuff they were talking about. Yeah, well, they've they've always done two a month. Um, they do on the first portion, like the first through the fifteenth, and then uh, the sixteenth through the end of the month for the other game. For a while, it's been that Pool Nation uh, FX, which is kind of funny, but um, I mean, the games they're good right now. It's Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Um, I, I mean, already on the game, but. It's a great game, so that's chill. And then the uh, the second half, it's it's a new it's a new indie game. I can't rem- remember the name, but it's like a one that's been coming out pretty recently. So I don't know. I'll pick it up, just play it. But they've been all right. I know, like PlayStation Now has like you get quite a bit of games throughout the month or over a course over like a quarter or whatnot. But I mean, Xbox doing their thing. I don't know. I have a play. I don't have a PlayStation Four, so or I didn't have a PlayStation Three, so I can't really comment on what they do. But yeah, no, I never did actually the um, Plus membership when I had a PlayStation Three. I thought about it, but then I was also kind of like, I don't know. I kind of took a step back from PlayStation yeah. after I got burned so bad with PlayStation Three. So like, don't get me wrong, I'm still buying a PlayStation Four, obviously, just because they're releasing uh, you know Uncharted. Basically, I'm pretty much buying it for Uncharted 4 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why, actually, Josh, if he wants to actually give me any other games that are good uh, on PlayStation, like what's because uh, I know yeah. a lot of stuff has come out that I was like, oh, does this good? And people are like, no, this game sucks. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah like I think it was, I want to say The Order? Yeah, yeah, um, I got a lot to say about that as well. And I guess to give you some background, uh, I, I, pro- I really played a lot of Xbox 360, and, and I was one of those that jumped from uh microsoft over to playstation uh obviously you know for a lot of the you know popular reasons um it's a gaming console there wasn't a whole bunch of bells and whistles it was like here it is here's all our all the horsepower in the system is going towards the gaming and that appealed to me so i I jumped and haven't looked back since i might i might pick up a a, a, an xbox one you know i mean obviously we got halo 5 coming out here and you got a lot of of interesting games that you know obviously aren't going to be on playstation so you know to get the best of both worlds i'll I'll try it out but yeah playstation's been my world um i started obviously with destiny's um special edition playstation um and uh we'll we'll talk about destiny here in, in depth but yeah um to stay on to stay on the uh on path here the the order was was a pretty cool game um it was very cinematic it was like playing a movie pretty much there was not a lot of uh of um customizing your character i mean you got new weapons things like that but it was really uh more of a cinematic experience some people didn't like it some people did i liked it because you know sometimes you just want to have you know like my girlfriend will be sitting there watching and it's like it's kind of like watching a movie there isn't too much going on she gets to enjoy the story 
Um, it was produced very well. Uh, the graphics were phenomenal. Um, the environments were amazing. The the whole storyline was great. I love I love the artwork, uh, the design. Um, so it was my kind of game. A lot of people didn't like it because it was very, you know, like okay, hit one button. All right, ten minutes later, the cutscene's over. Walk a few feet, another cutscene, and I enjoyed it. Some people did, yeah. but. Well, that's what like what Metal Gear Solid has pretty much become now, where it's like you do a couple of things, and that was just a cinematic movie. Uh, did anyone actually? I know you didn't play because you didn't have a PlayStation Three. Yeah. But uh, did you have a PlayStation Three? Did you ever play Metal Gear Solid Four? I didn't actually. I didn't play any of the Metal Gear Solid games, which is uh, it's not good. I know that uh, you know uh, Kojima did a really good job with those games, and yeah, I'll get it. Maybe I'll get into it here. But I played the very first one. I remember I had Final Fantasy VII sitting right next to Metal Gear Solid, and I just I kind of played Final Fantasy VII more than Metal Gear Solid, and and I just never I, I liked it. I remember playing it, and it was I liked the the whole aspect of you know people catching their attention. They know you're there. You're trying to get through a lot, you know, levels and not being detected, things like that. Yeah. But uh, no, that's one thing I need to I need to do. Those in the Assassin's Creed, Creed games, I didn't really play too much of. But mm. <clears throat> yeah, Assassin's Creed, I uh, they're fun games. Um, the second one and Black Flag are definitely my favorites from the series, but um, it's getting to the point where they're just kind of pumping them out, like Syndicate's coming out. Yeah, and I really haven't even followed Syndicate. I'm, it's I'm just... yeah, it's very weird because like I've played pretty much all of them. I'm actually working on Rogue right now, which is kind of sad because you're playing Rogue on the 360, and you kind of wish that this was the game that was for the next gen console rather than Unity. Unity, I don't think was that great of a game. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played much multiplayer either with it. It's like the jump in, jump out was a is kind of a cool concept. The only problem with it is like you will jump into a bunch of random people, but instead of like you're thinking we're going to strategize, we're going to do this, everyone just fucks right off. Like, oh, they, of course, man. They, they do like Call of Duty with it, and they just start stabbing people and doing this stuff, and I'm like, what yeah. the hell is going on? Well, it's thing? basically you're. It's like when you play Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah, you let people into the world, and all of a sudden they just go and yeah, you can coordinate on missions if like you you have that, but. All of the time, people are just going to come in and just use it as like an open world sandbox. So, and it's weird because I did find out like later when we were finding out like Assassin's Creed games were coming out like one out of an after another. It's actually yeah. two different teams are working right. on them. So, like Ubisoft Montreal and uh, <clears throat> Ubisoft Australia. It's either Australia or London. Okay, I'm not sure. Huh. Uh, we can probably check that. Um, but yeah, it's like I I like. Don't get me wrong. Hands down, graphics on Unity was fantastic. I kind of like the easy, you know, climbing mode and stuff like yeah. that. They made it simpler, but just like, but combat just went to f- combat and like sneaking around just went to shit in that game. So I wonder if like they're using Syndicate as like the redemption. I have a feeling they are because basically when they were talking about Unity, they were like, "Oh, we're building everything new from the ground up." I'm like, yeah. "No, don't. <laughs> just stick to what you have." Because you're playing Rogue, and Rogue makes it feel like it's a uh, Black Flag. You know, just a different twist. A different, like yeah. this one takes place, I think, like it's in like the Arctic Circle or something. Yeah, it, right? like takes place like four years after the stuff that happened with uh, Connor. Okay, I still oh Connor from, yeah, uh, from AC three AC three. So um, so it's kind of they talk about Connor and all the stuff, and that was another problem. Like Revolutionary War, I absolutely love that you know aspect, but then it was just like Connor was such a wishy washy prick, yeah. and he's like, I gotta help my people. Oh look, a squirrel! Like <laughs> so. Just, I- I will I will give it props for at the time when it came out it was it was ambitious, um, especially after having Ezio's story with uh, AC, uh, AC3, mm-hmm. um, Revela- uh, Brotherhood, and Brotherhood, then Revelations. Revelations. It was a complete change. Um, it didn't really hold up, 
what they were what they were trying to pursue or create. Yeah, because did you beat the third one? I didn't. Okay, I didn't even finish it. I'll but put it this way: the third I one, it's either. been out for a while. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but I'm not gonna like give too much spoilers away. But it literally ends. You're just kind of like. Oh really? Like what? Like yeah. it doesn't really have a closing ending, like wrapping up anything, and yeah. then all of a sudden, then you play the fourth one. It's like, oh, we're designing a video game, and you're like, what the fuck happened with three though? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we're not. We're, that just didn't happen. Is that what we're going with? But like, what I liked about Revolu- uh, Revelations was it finally got to close out Ezio's story and also Altier's story. Yeah, because okay. Altier became a character that he was That's a cool right, character, yeah. but they just were kind of like you can fuck right off, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Yeah, he had his uh, one game. Yeah, his one <laughs> game. But it was uh, the thing I love though is it even changed his voice in the Revelation one, so he could actually sound like the time period. Okay, because before you're playing, it was like Altier. Let me show you. You're like, hey, what's going on, boss? And you're like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, what? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens. I'm like, uh, I mean, Black I kinda, Flag's legit though. That's oh, I love Black Flag. I thought. Did you play down. Black Flag at all? No, but I saw you know the the ship combat. Obviously, they put that you know in the heart of the game. Yeah, um, that definitely would look pretty cool. My thing with Assassin's Creed is that you know I, I got through two. I uh, played a little bit of two. They just never held my attention, and I just kind of watched on the on the sidelines of what they were doing with the next one and then the next one. And it's kind of like what you said. It's like they started churning them out one after another yeah. after another. I didn't get very involved with it because it was just like, these games are big. I mean, there, there was a lot of stuff yeah, to do, and um, it just didn't hold my attention. There was always some other game that came out that was like, well, I'd rather play this. And mm. it just kind of kept going. It's like, oh, there's another Assassin's Creed? To me, it was like, God, you guys just came out with one. Now you have another one. I haven't even played that one. So now I have this like line of Assassin's Creed games that I haven't played yet. But I'll get there. I, I know that I need to play them. I mean, obviously, everybody's giving um, uh, Black, Fa- Black Flag great reviews. And yeah. they're saying that Syndicate kind of really stepped it up. Uh, you know, Ubisoft, uh, Ubisoft, or however you want to say it, um, kind of took a step back with some of those games. They, they kind of thought that, you know, Assassin's Creed was kind of going away, and then they kind of come out with uh, Syndicate, and apparently people like it. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll give it another shot. Yeah, well, see, I would say, like, because I wonder if they're basically, like you said, kind of like, you know, the third one came out, and they were like, uh, here's Black Flag for you, kind of thing. Like, let's fix the problem that we did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was kind of like Unity. I kind of felt like it had a good idea, but, like, you're playing Unity, and, like, it's not that big of a game. Like, everything just takes place in kind of one area. Yeah. It uh, doesn't really spread out too much and stuff. They have some cool, like, glitch stuff where you kind of travel through different time periods at one point. But yeah. even the storyline, it ended, and I was like, what the fuck was I, like, what was the point of this? Yeah. Like, I had, like, the, like usually they have the people like, oh, we're trying to track down something or whatnot. And it literally ended. It's like, great, we found it. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> like, they never explained it. I was yeah. just like... Okay, and then what I hate is, like, you get everything at the end of the game when you're done with it, so you get this cool outfit, this, like, bitch and sword and stuff, but I'm like, I'm already done with the game. Uh, like, yeah. Where am I going to use this? What am I going to do? And then I, I got a free DLC with it because they were like, here's our apology for all the glitches. I have no idea how to even access it in the game. Like, I downloaded it, yeah. but I have no idea where I need to go so it can start that mission uh, for the DLC stuff. So I'm like, great, great job. Great job. So I think one of the the things about Syndicate is is they're actually like two main characters. There's like a I think they may be brother and sister, but there's a male character and a female character. And in the open world, you can jump in between them to do like you know your free roam or whatever. I think each one of them have their specific missions, and there's also like missions where both of them are like interact with each other, um, which is kind of a cool concept. Um, I like the the ability to switch in between them and the free roam. Mm-hmm. And when you leave them, they just continue on. like Kind of like Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah, like exactly, exactly like that. Yeah, 
um, they live their life in their their game world or whatever. So that's fun. Yeah, excellent, Steve. You pinpointed it right there. Well, sure. I, that was my favorite part actually. Grand Theft Auto Five is just like you'd come back to a character and you'd be like, like Trevor. Tre- oh God, freaking Trevor! Waking up like in a fucking dumpster or like uh, there was one time he was on a hill in a dress falling down a like a mountainside. Another one he wakes up just in, in his underwear and a bunch of dead bodies around him. And he just goes, "Well, I guess I won." And apparently, one that no one has seen but I've seen is he was in the ocean in a tuxedo just swimming. Nice. I was like, okay. But I died anyways because I'm like, there's no way I'm getting back to shore. <laughs> oh, jeez. Man, that game was... Dresses. Shit. That was one when it came out for like the next gen. I wanted to I wanted to pick it up, but I couldn't justify paying $60 again because I got it for the last gen console. Yeah. That's actually... Yeah, I was going to ask your opinion on that as well because uh, obviously Matthew and I were talking about this in the beginning of the year where like we were waiting for new games mm-hmm. and all they kept doing was giving us the ones that we already played but remastered. I'm like... Now, what I loved is everyone jumped on Nintendo's case about that a while ago but Nintendo, when they remaster something, they do it f- few and far between and when they usually remaster it, it's like been a while since that game was out. Like if they were to just come out and be like, "Oh, here's a brand new Ocarina of Time," you know, beefed up graphics on the Wii U. Ooh. I mean, we'd be like, "Oh shit, cool, yeah." Yeah. But it wasn't like it just came out like on the you know the N64. Then GameCube comes. I was like, "Here it is again," kind of thing. Because yeah. uh, I know PlayStation did a big thing with that this year. They're doing a new like they're doing the God of War three like that. The entire Uncharted series. Like, did you ever play those games? Like. I can totally see it if it's like from the perspective of not playing the game and then going, oh, I can play it now in the next gen. But if you already played it before, it's kind of like, why? Yeah. You know, I, I think uh, I like it. I enjoy it. I like remakes because, you know, I mean, you got obviously, and we'll, we'll talk about this in a little bit as well, you know, Final, Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, The Last of Us remake. I mean, these are great games that you do want to see updated and, you know, with better graphics because it kind of adds a whole nother element, a whole nother layer. You're just like, oh, wow, this game was already great. You know, this is now, you know, updated to to today's standards, you know, graphically and, and whatever. And um, I enjoy them. I like to see them, you know, redone. Um, I mean, because, yeah, sometimes sometimes you like remembering games for how they were. But yeah, there's always that curiosity of like, man, I wonder what that game would look like if we updated that. Uh, my thing is that sometimes they, they do remakes too soon. Um, you know, the game isn't even that old and they're already doing a remake. Like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. God, how many times are we going to remake this game? You know, like, but yeah, you, you do have to be careful with which games you choose to remake. I don't, I don't think I've, I've seen a game yet where it's like, why did we remake that? Why did they, why did they remake that? Every remake, I'm like, okay, I'll play it. You know, I'll definitely spend the money on that and play the updated version of it. But, uh, um, yeah, I got nothing against it. I haven't played. I played The Last of Us, obviously, and that, there wasn't much of a gap there. Um, yeah, that was one of those games where it was like, oh, you know, PS3. Oh, here it is again, PS4. Yeah, uh, but that was one of those games that was just a masterpiece, man. And and you want to see it again. You want to play it on a next gen. And if you could, I probably would play it again on the next console if they redid it again. You know, I mean, that was just such a a great game. But uh, yeah, that's my two cents on remakes. I, I like them. I think they should keep coming. Just don't pick the wrong games to remake. Well, that's what I think we were having a concern. It's like it was Grand Theft Auto Five was remade. We're just like we didn't even. It wasn't even a year since it came out the yeah. one, the original one. And then same thing with like the Devil May Cry and the Tomb Raider and stuff like that. And like, don't get me wrong, all great games. Mm-hmm. But did we really need the updated version within less than a year? I yeah. was kind of like, I'm like, to me, I'm like, where's our? This is the other bad part because I was like, you just released new consoles and you have no exclusives, but you're giving us this. That yeah. to me is you guys shot too soon. Yeah. Um, 
Totally agree with that for sure. But yeah, no, I like that's the thing. Like, I think when I get a PlayStation Four, I think I'm just going to buy that one anyways. That comes with a remake of The Last of Us, unless they package it with something else that I'm like intrigued with. So the reason why I might get a PlayStation Four, I I do want a PlayStation Four, but um, the reason why I might get it sooner than later is a little game called No Man's Sky. Okay, I've hear I've been hearing about this. So it's an indie game by this uh, company called Hello Games. And it's it's a space traveling like exploration game. Um, supposedly, there are so many like planets and stuff that you can discover. Like discover if you go on a planet and you discover it, it's tagged to you. Okay. So school days zero six nine found this planet, and you are forever the, the founder of this planet. Okay. You go on there, and you can explore the surface of the planet. There's, like, species to discover. Some are threatening. Some are not. Um, if you go in there and you decide to kill things, there's these sentinels that come, and they'll come and try to kill you. Mm. So it's basically when you do that and you start killing all these different sentinels, um, it kind of has, like, the, uh, the Grand Theft Auto, like, uh, police star system. Okay. To where... The higher star you get, the more that's going to come after you. There's space combat. I mean, it's all about exploration. And okay. It's this game really sounds pretty ambitious, and that would make me do it. They never said if it's going to come to Xbox. If it does, then sweet. If not, then I might. Pick, yeah, I it's might really kind of it's really kind of weird how they're doing exclusives like that too. Because they also did one with um, like they were saying that with like the of course we'll get into this remake. Uh, since you spoke of PlayStation 4, the Final Fantasy VII game, which everybody's been waiting for, because uh, we've, we've been teased with that since PlayStation 3. They were like, oh, we're going to make it, and no, yeah. we're not. Uh, and this, uh, this, this I, cry, I, I was, was crying, guys. I, I, I'm just saying, I'm going to jump. I was crying. There was a little tear when that so, happened. Yeah, so they have that finally coming out, and then they did say coming out for PlayStation 4 first, but they're also, you know, Square uh, Enix yeah. is like, well, let's kind of, you know, breach our market. and uh, Yeah, that no, one's not They're going to keep it PlayStation. So. That's, come I on. wouldn't say that. because I cannot not, see Final uh, Fantasy f- 7 on an X. Sorry, Xbox people, no. Well, it's, it's not, not that, but I don't want it to happen. But you saw, what's it called? Um... They brought uh, Kingdom Hearts three now. It's yeah. gonna be on that's Xbox. Right. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be an exclusive. I, I, I at think. All. I think Square Enix is like we don't really care anymore. We just want money. Well, Square so, Enix was suffering for money for a little bit. That's why they did the Tomb Raider game too. They like. So. Yeah, they're getting their hands in some stuff. It's like, whoa! Yeah. I didn't think They've Square been... Enix would get involved in that, but they do. Yeah. I mean, and it's true because they were stubborn for a long time. They didn't want to remake Final Fantasy VII. They didn't, and they. I don't even know why. I mean, Final Fantasy X is a great game, but yeah. they remade that one, and that's a good one to make. I, I like that one. There was a lot of elements to that one that was different. I mean, it was like Final Fantasy VII, and then you had eight and nine. Those were really good stories. They were good. You had the Gunblade in eight, nine. You know, you had the, um, you know, the little guys, the 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 mage with the tail and the mage, oh, yeah. the little mage guy. It was cute, you know, and you had the. It was a different artwork. But. Yeah, because that one I think went back to its roots of like yeah. we got the original guy to come back. I hated eight though. Eight could fuck right off. Yeah, it um, was a little weird. It was a little too. I don't know. It, it just went from such a great thing in seven. And just eight, eight, I still liked it. You know, Squall was cool, but he was yeah. a little too emo. Yeah, uh, you know, he was always something was yeah. always up with him, and the chick always had to be like, "It's okay, Squall." Yeah. I think you're amazing. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm can terrible. I, yeah, he's like, my ego. can I suck your dick now? He's like, no, <laughs> no, I'm too Squall emo. Squall always had some shit going on. God damn. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, then 10, I, I'm yet to play the remake for 10, but I love that game. I mean, the the whole, what's oh, it called? Blitzball or whatever? Yeah, Blitzball is badass, cool. dude. I love playing Blitzball. 
Um, that then, ga- dude, that game was so beautiful when it came out on the PS2. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I remember my friend showing it to me oh, because I man. got out of Final Fantasy after nine. I'm like, whatever, ten's coming out. And he's like, dude, you really got. I was in high school, and, and he's like, you got, you got to check this Final Fantasy ten out. And I'm like, oh wow, they really went over the top with this one. It, yeah, I played it, it when I was in high school too. When'd you graduate? Oh four. Okay. Oh two. Oh two. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, actually, that's when I got my PlayStation two. I think it was like my junior year of high school. Dude, was PlayStation like, oh. two was such a badass console. Like it no, hands down. I was still Man. rocking the Xbox, but yeah, PlayStation Two was good. See, I didn't have an Xbox. My brothers did, but I was I was a Sony kid, and then I got the 360. And yeah, yeah I, so yeah, I, like, had the, I had the GameCube, and I had a GameCube. And then I went to PlayStation Two, and then I got the Xbox later. Time Splitters. You ever play that game? No, I never got. Dude, play Time Splitters on GameCube was badass. That was a great game. But yeah, so super stoked for Final Fantasy VII finally being remade. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, so, uh, I don't think there's unless for some strange reason they're going to ruin it somehow, which I, I don't, don't see how you can. No, no. I don't think there's we have anything so to worry many about. Many elements to that game. That I think it's going like, to be oh, man. so stellar. From Chocobo Racing to or they pull that thing. They're like Square Enix really needs money, so Final Fantasy VII, you have to buy all the Skylander figure. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, <huh? laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and there's only going to be limited release. What the hell? Oh, what? If you want this kind of material, you got to buy. Red Bull and get the coat now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll talk, we'll talk <laughs> about Destiny. that. Later. Destiny, Destiny. We'll talk Go about that later, dude. Go ahead, jump into the Destiny well, talk, dude. Uh, well, before we jump into into, De- I mean, that's a, I mean, we're already kind of deep into this podcast here, but uh, I, you know, we'll kind of keep a, um, we'll kind of keep it on, you know, what happened at E3 and things like that. Um, you already talked about what you were playing, Matt. Yeah. Um, right now, I, I, just to kind of give you know you listeners an idea of of, of how I game. Um, I like to play a lot of things at the same time. So uh, right now, it can be anywhere from PC to PS4 to iPad. Um, I got Fallout Shelter going right now on the iPad. For sure, I got that too. Darkest Dungeon right now off Steam, um, which is a pretty good rogue style game where it, it it's relentless. I mean, you're just it's like oh my god. Sometimes I ask myself, why am I playing this game when bad stuff always happens? But <laughs> Uh, yeah, Darkest Dungeon in the PS4 right now. The, the game's sitting on my shelf. I got Bloodborne, A Witcher Three, and uh, Destiny, and I actually got into Square or um, Final Fantasy's uh, online uh, game. Okay, okay. I got into that. Uh, Heaven's Word came out. I haven't gotten into Heaven's Word yet. Um, that was a big release. Yeah, they and, pumped and that man. They got it right. I remember I played the original one, and, I, and obviously everybody, I'm sure you've probably heard already how Final Fantasy really was just like, we're not going to let this go down like this. Yeah. We put out a crappy multiplayer you know, MMORPG out there. Let's fix it. And they did a great job. I got my Dragoon uh, leveling up right now. Um, I don't know why those kind of characters always appeal to me. but I, 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 Do you still get a little dragon character with it? Uh, no, I don't uh, think I did. I don't think I got a little dragon This is on character. PS4? Yeah. So. Yeah, because I remember playing Eleven. You have to pay for a subscri- uh, subscription, or is it free? Yeah, no subscription. Yeah, it is, you get like a month free, and then you have to pay the subscription. I have I haven't given Square Enix any of my money yet for the subscription. I kind of stopped after a month, and I was yeah. like, oh, maybe I'll get back into this. Do you uh, recall the price point? I don't. I want to say it was somewhere around the World of Warcraft price range, fifteen bucks or okay. something like that. All right. okay. Somewhere okay. around there. But yeah, just to kind of give you an idea. 
Uh, that's I, I'm all over the place. I like to get into a lot of different styles of games, anything with the great story, things like that. But um, what I'd really like to keep this on is, you know, kind of what happened at E3. We'll talk about Destiny. I, these uh, Matt yeah. and Steve know I'm very opinionated. When no, it comes we're to Destiny, we're so. we are going to do a Destiny episode because uh, I I was actually at the like release premiere thing that Microsoft did with it uh, with a good buddy of ours from uh, Constantly Calibrating. Um, we were there doing stuff, and then the game came out. We got it, and then uh, I was just like, "So we, don't worry, Josh and I will have a Destiny episode. I might even record it after this episode. We'll just have a Destiny episode <laughs> because we have enough to talk about. Talk but, about. Um, but what, el- what what other stuff that happened at E three or like with PlayStation four that you're probably excited about mm-hmm. besides Final Fantasy seven? Yeah. Uh, well, obviously the big. I think the guys that came out with the biggest uh, biggest bang was definitely Bethesda. I mean, they just killed it as far as the Doom announcement. Mm. uh doom looks intense yes it looks like it's gonna kick some ass uh, the way uh from the get-go i like how you know it starts off and they have the old school armor and he's putting the helmet on um but those guns man and the and the way that you kill those dudes it's just like wow this is i can just imagine back in like 98 when columbine was a huge situation and they blamed it on video games well eat your heart out 2015 doom's coming out and oh my god it is violent yeah (laughs) you're ripping limbs off beating them with their limbs chainsaw blood everywhere um it was intense man and then that's how bethesda started uh right off right out of the gate um and then they obviously and we're going to talk about this now we got fallout 4 fallout 4 um that was a big one you know everybody was waiting for that you know the guys over at ign you know you you probably listen to that if you're listening to this um you know they're talking about we want fallout 4 we want fallout 4 i think everybody wanted fallout 4 because fallout 3 and fallout new vegas were just perfect they were great games is what we all wanted it's kind of what we wanted destiny to be but we didn't get that did Mm -hmm. we um but just everything they introduced in Fallout 4, and, and, and uh, it, it was their first ever E3 press conference, and it was a world premiere, um, and it looks great. Um, you're getting a Pip-Boy. Uh, you can get a Pip-Boy version. It won't work with the, it won't work with the 6 Plus, but uh, that's crazy. That's actually a piece of, you know, uh, a collector's edition that I might actually buy. You know, you spend the extra money for that pretty cool-looking Pip-Boy replica. But Actually, uh, a sponsor of the, the network, Raven, um, Revenge Lover, she she was on the show with us, and she actually got um, the Pip-Boy edition for, um, I think she got an Xbox version of it. Yeah, but, she yeah. got it on Amazon. or I, yeah, I remember she, Amazon had it, and then they didn't. And yeah, they that, had it, and that's they actually, didn't. And I was like, what That's actually heck? what happened to her. She went to go ahead and buy it as soon as it would announce and everything like that, and then it was gone. She was like, son of a bitch. And then she's literally was just browsing through Amazon. I was like, holy crap, they have it. And she yeah. went ahead and just ordered it. So, so yeah, You know like, what I do with mm-hmm. games like that? I mean, even with the Destiny limited edition, it's like you wait until the stuff that you want goes on sale on like eBay. You can go get a ghost, you know, a little red ghost right now for like, 20 bucks on ebay you know no one wants it anymore but it's like i mean that's probably what i'm gonna wait for i'll wait till the pit boy you know comes out yeah. somewhere and i'll just find it and be like all right cool put it on my desk well that's work. what ended up happening to me i just bought the standard edition of arkham city and then a bunch of the stuff came into bookman's and my brother was like here happy birthday so yeah. i got the batarang i got the keychain oh, I, nice. I got all the collector's edition stuff with it and i'm like didn't have to buy it so yeah I was like, well, so true. people do that they'll sometimes just give in the like collector stuff or whatnot or uh, bookmans will be like, well, we're not going to package it together. We'll just, you know, people can just buy the stuff separately. Yeah. So you can always find the stuff like later. <clears throat> cool. Well, uh, we'll get a little deeper here in the Fallout 4. Uh, we want to get through everything that was announced and kind of give you our two cents of what was going on. Um, some highlights at Fallout 4. I mean, the crafting looks like, uh, you know, you, basically everything you pick up in the in, in the wasteland is going to be usable 
for you know guns or mostly guns and uh, i know you got your forts now you can build your own fortress pretty much both of those um, are uh, first time in the series yeah it's it's gonna and that's kind of cool how they showed how creative you can get it's yeah. like oh man it's like fallout fallout meets minecraft at this point yeah. you know you're building you get lights you know you can build uh you know flamethrowers you know trip it looked like they had uh trip um Hazard, booby traps yeah, like things yeah. like that um and it looks like here Fallout 4 is going to feature a voiced uh, player character, uh, either male or female. So finally a voice is put uh, to the, you know, your, your character that you create. Um, so that's cool. It sounds like there's going to be a lot of great voice acting. Uh, they, they did a great job in Fallout 3 and New Vegas. I think that was one of the most interesting things is that kind of like Witcher 3, all your side quests are really deep. Um, you have a lot to do. There's good story that doesn't even have to do with the main main story quest. But what were you gonna say? Were you gonna I say? Uh, never played New Vegas. I played the hell out of Fallout Three, all the DLC for it, but New Vegas I did not touch. It, it's it was pretty good. I like yeah. New Vegas. I like the whole idea of being you know. I mean, uh, where Fallout Three happened? Where? What was the? It uh, was uh, DC. Yeah, DC. DC. And then Vegas gave you kind of a West Coast feel, like yeah. the California Republic, and you kind of got a feel of what was going on on the other side of the country at this nice. time, which was cool. Um, yeah, you gotta try that out, man. New Vegas is is pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, my my brother absolutely loved New Vegas. He liked yeah. he actually liked the kind of the cult stuff that was going on in there, and like there's a like a bizarre like the Burning Man kind of like religion thing that was like a guy who actually set himself on fire, like all this oh, kind of yeah. cool kind of stuff. Was, oh. He said it was kind of cool how they actually like they actually really sit down, do their stories, and like intertwine everything. So, um, anything else from Bethesda? Because they didn't announce anything new Elder Scrolls wise, did they? No, I think they, they Elder Scrolls. They still got their online okay. thing going on. Um, I'm trying to think what else they might have. Um, so I, remember, I know they were doing a re or like a remake of the uh, Dishonored. Oh, Dishonored Two, and that's, then yeah, yeah Dishonored they're making, Two. They're redoing Dishonored, which I, that's another. Uh, you know, we were talking about this earlier. It's too early. We just had Dishonored, and it looked good. Why do we have to remake that so soon? I, I mean, know. really, yeah, what are the changes that are going to be? introduced that's gonna be like oh yeah dishonored looks even better now it's like it 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 was literally just you know it was it didn't happen that long ago i want to say it's probably the longest it's been out maybe is probably this year will be its second year that's been out it's too soon dishonored Dishonored. oh no dishonored no dude i'd say three or four years say three or four yeah Yeah, because it's three or four it's already been uh one of the xbox uh, 360 like free games for uh with gold I I still think it's too soon. I think it looked good as it was originally. I think that we need to make more progressions before that remake is is needed. I think that was a money grab. I didn't didn't finish it. That's my opinion. Oh, shit. Wow. It was a... Wait, what did we say? I said three or four years. Three or four years. I said, what, two years? I say three. You guys are correct. It is now two. It came out in 2012. All right. It's too soon. It's 2015. It's just too soon for a remake. I don't know. I, yeah, I got to get back into that too. Like, to I like. Out, pl- I love what I played of it so far and everything. That I just was like, I I forget where I stopped at. I did like the uh, the limit. I actually got the limited or whatever collector's edition of that where they gave you the uh, tarot cards. Oh yeah, okay. I still have them in my office, which is kind of cool. I haven't even actually opened that box, but it's there. It's like, yeah, hey, I got this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Dishonored, Dishonored two. Uh, it's gonna be a great game. Um, that was one of those games I was just like, wow, we haven't seen a lot of this stuff before. Uh, you know, possessing, you know, rats and, you know, doing all sorts of weird stuff where it's like, wow, you really have to think 
in a different way. It know? was really cool. It was kind of like uh, the first time I played Bioshock. Oh, yeah. Mm. Where, like, you had the electricity and uh, the fire, and, like, you would use the, the environment. Like, if the splicers mm. and people were actually standing in the water, you just, like, electrocute it, and, like, they just oh, toast. Man, and, like, that game was just it awesome. really made you think about, like, actually using your environment in the game rather than just going in there and just, like, killing everybody. True, so. true. All right, well, uh, I, I think that was it for Bethesda, right? They, they yeah, Those Doom, big Fallout 4, uh, Dishonored, and then they were just kind of like, all right, peace out, drop the mic, and I don't think anybody, honestly, my opinion, nobody nobody taught Bethesda. They had the best showing at E3, bar none. Um, I'm going to kind of give the show over here to, to Matt and Steve because I didn't watch these uh, showcases at E3. Uh, Tom Clancy's games, uh, you got The Division, and uh, you also had, what was the second one? Was uh, Ghost Recon, Ghost Wildlands. Recon. Yeah. Uh, I'll turn it over to them because I didn't pay too much attention to that. So, so um, The Division, it got announced actually a couple years ago. Um, it's an open world uh, MMO, wait, massive multiplayer online MMO. Yeah, well, MMO. The Division is going to be? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you, uh, you're basically this fraction of people that are going in. Um, it's like... It's not really post-apocalyptic, but the city is run down. It's overgrown with nature. Uh, you have like seasonal elements, so there's a lot of dynamic weather. Uh, you go in there, and you're you're fighting these different people, um, but you can interact with other people. So you can actually start your own little guilds if you want to, and just uh, oh wow, yeah, it's it's actually really really in depth, and I'm insanely excited about it. I like the Tom Clancy games. Mm-hmm. This one's gonna kind of turn it like. You're taking a left and going down this one route, so that's going to be cool. Um, and then the other one, you, uh, Ghost Recon. Yeah. So this is the first time they're making it in a open world environment. the 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 world is huge. I think it's actually one of the biggest that's ever been created for. Um, well, I guess next gen right now. Um, Bigger than The Witcher. Yeah. Man, that, that's a that's a lot of dude. The the shit's an extensive man. And the 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 footage that they showed. Uh, you had like a team of five people that were walking on this mountain range mm-hmm. and like in the middle of the desert and like <laughs> you're just looking around there's like nothing but they're like obviously walking to like some place to do whatever they need to do and but it's not like deceiving um deceiving landscape where it's like i see it but i can't go there. no this is like destiny <laughs> no this is all open world um they didn't show a lot of footage obviously like obviously because you know, there's a lot of development still going on for it, but what they're trying to accomplish and if they actually do it and execute it, it's going to be very, very impressive. So that's cool. That's cool. I I didn't, I haven't played a Tom Clancy game in a while. I, I, I played, uh, what was the rainbow six? Yeah. No, rainbow the six last and, one uh, I played rainbow six Vegas, Vegas. Yeah. I have Vegas. I got that for free. I think I have one of the splinter cells ones cause I got it for free. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, that's right. That was Tom Clancy. Yeah. Splinter yeah. Splinter oh, that, oh yeah. I did get it. I forget that. which one it is that I have, but yeah, I think those were the games from, uh, I think that was UBI software announcement with the rainbow, the ghost. Yeah. The ghost recon wildland, uh, of course, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which we talked about rainbow six, uh, siege. It looks like siege. Yeah. That's coming out. I actually uh, got an email, uh, about the beta coming up, closed beta. Oh, really? I don't know if I'm going to sign up for it. Uh, you know, what? I probably will. Might as well. I get an email about it. If I get in rad, yeah. if not, then don't worry about it. Uh, I think one of the biggest games from them that was announced that no one really saw coming, uh, was the South Park, uh, stick of truth sequel. Oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Sh- oh, shit. What's it called? Uh, the f- the fractured butt hole. <laughs> the fractured butt hole. 
Hell yeah. Oh, the fractured butthole. Butt yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come that's on, right, man. that's right. That's Come right. on, man. Hey, yeah. don't, hey man. I tiptoed. Tiptoeing in my Jordans. Oh, um, man. Um, yeah, I think that was one of the biggest like games that people did not see coming. Oh, talk about getting it right. That you came know? out and you were just like. And oh, even that game just, was great. And even just in the halfway through that trailer with like, oh, wait, what? Oh, we're doing superheroes, guys. We're doing superheroes. <laughs> yeah. They literally just like. Just like totally like right, called man. themselves, you know, it's great. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, I think that was probably one of the biggest games because that was a game that was actually uh, originally with THQ in development, mm-hmm. and then it kept like THQ went under, yep. and then I believe UBI picked them up and was all like, "Yeah, we'll do this." So that's why it took that game so long to finally yeah. come out. Yeah. Well, I was just surprised because I remember the first time with the Stick of Truth, uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker were like, "We are not doing this ever again." Like. It took so much time and like all the bullshit with the uh, UB, Ubisoft. No, it was probably THQ. THQ yeah, um, really discouraged them or whatnot. And then I was like, after playing that game, I was like, "There's no way you cannot make another game like this." Like, yeah, the Stick of Truth was such a classic game. It got it right, man. And you know what's cool is that they did. They understood it. It's not like it's not like you know Matt and what's his, what's Trey the other guy's name? Yeah, and Trey Parker. They it's not like they just made something and was like, I don't know, I don't play video games. It's like no, man. They they play games. They know how they work. They they had a huge say in the whole development process, and you got a great game, man. They got everything right as far as you know character development. And it's kind of funny you're talking about that sort of stuff, but it's like a South Park game, which is yeah. You know, you got Cartman running around in a you know wizard outfit, and freaking everybody else. It's just like who'd you side with? I sided with Stan. Um, I think it was with Stan and Kyle. I Kyle think it, yeah, yep. Kyle and Stan were on the same team. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Uh, which is funny because the Cartman, I do like Cartman. I think he's just because he's just an asshole yeah. and he's just funny. And like Kyle's shows, always so been my favorite character. But yeah, but Stan has been like you know uh, my favorite character or whatnot. Uh, but like I just think Cartman's hilarious. It's just it just kind of makes you want to go. Oh, I wonder what would happen if I you know replayed the game and then sided with that. Of course, I know nothing new really happens. Just uh, probably different dialogue and stuff like yeah. that. I actually have Kyle's hat. Oh, do you? <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love that shit. Um, I wear it when I go to the snow, which is not very often. Uh, but yeah, no, I think they did a great job. And it was actually a cool uh, mechanic. They actually brought back some old school RPG aspects to it. Like mm-hmm. Mario, sure. like the Mario RPG, where it's all like if you hit at a certain time, you can do more damage, you know, yeah. kind of yeah. all that kind of stuff. So yeah, when that game came out, it was like, these guys really know what they were doing when they did. So I look forward to the sequel. I think that's one of the big things out of uh, um, them. But then, of course, the this game. We've been waiting on since, I don't know, since PlayStation 3, Last Guardian. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. you ever play the other ones in the series or no? No, so I didn't. So this is just kind of like, eh, it looks good. It looks interesting. I might try it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would highly recommend uh, checking out Shadow of Colossus. Uh, those, that's they just a, love their big characters. It's a fan, that's a fantastic game, though. Like, ending's a little weird, though. I don't know how this guy ends his games, though. They're just like, ah. You know, Last Guardian, this was announced in 2009. Yeah, man. dude, it's been a long time. 2009. I mean, every, think about that. Every single year, at least IGN, just because I've been following them for years, they're always like, this is the year. We're going to hear about it. We're going to hear about it. And it's funny because we were all uh, just uh, we were all in a group chat, you know, group texting each other, and, and yeah. I think we all we all knew. We we're like, "Oh my god, Last Guardian, it's happening!" <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Exclamation! Exclamation! <laughs> one one! Exclamation! Like we were just like, "Oh my god, this is actually going down." They yeah. finished it. And yeah. So yeah, um, it's pretty crazy that we're finally seeing that game. But yeah, if anybody hasn't played the other two, uh, I think the other one's called Ico, and actually it's in a dual yeah. pack for PlayStation Three right now. Ico and I believe Shadow of the Colossus. Mm. Uh, I played. Played the Shadow of Colossus. I thought it was fantastic. It's a beautiful game. It's fun. 
Uh, it's just kind of crazy how you're literally climbing on these creatures to kill them and stuff like yeah. that. Um, so it really takes some... Pos- it's like almost like a very good version of a Legend of Zelda. Like They kind of took the idea of a massive world, running around, puzzles yeah. and stuff like that, but not going like... It's exactly like Legend of Zelda kind of thing. They've given yeah. it on twist. So uh, so that should be pretty good. And then, of course, Uncharted 4, uh, A Thief's End. You know, you know what, Steve? <clears throat> I think... Uh, this is going to have to be the E3 edition podcast. We're going to probably have to go a little long on this one if you're if you're down because there's still we still got a lot of highlights to go over. So. Well, I'm just trying to hit like the key ones that we already that we haven't hit yet. Uh, Shemu three. Shemu. Shemu. Shemu three. Shemu three. Whatever. Shemu three. Shemu three. Did anyone ever play the other ones? No. no. I okay. Didn't. But you know what appealed to me about this was the fact that man, this was this was all crowd. It was we paid for this. Crowdfunded. It was crowdfunded, you know, and it got more money than he expected to get. Yeah. I mean, that just shows you the power of, of, of crowdfunding. I mean, sometimes you'll get stuff where it's like, really, that's what you need money for? And then you get it, and it's like, why are they getting money for that? But at least this is something where it's like, wow. And, and I guess we'll, we'll talk about this in the Destiny episode as well, you know, getting money, um, you know, and to be able to do what you want to do creatively and what the game should look like. Uh, I'm excited to see. Sh- you know what's funny is that I haven't played the first two, but I, you know I, I see you know the emotion and, and the reaction that it gets from everybody. Uh, even at the at the press conference at E3, you just heard the crowd erupt, and I'm yeah. like, really? People love this well, game. It's I funny. gotta play this. Yeah, I it's don't funny. Even know what it's about? It's like the first one came out for the Dreamcast. Uh, was actually oh, wow. like, it was actually one of the games that like was like one of the last games for the Dreamcast to come out. Yeah. Then the second one came out for Xbox. And it was like an Xbox exclusive, and a lot of people were pissed off about that. They're like, "What the hell? No!" And then nothing because apparently how the first one ends, you knew there was going to be a second one, and then you yeah. didn't hear anything about it. And then finally, like, "Oh, we're going to get another one." And apparently, then how that one ended, there was supposed to be a third one, but then it was like nothing. Yeah. So this is almost like it's to me. It feels like the Mad Max movie. Where yeah. the Mad Max movie was in pr- uh, production for a long time, the new one that just came out, and they it was like back before like nine eleven happened that yeah. they were doing stuff with it, and now it's like we finally got it. So, yeah. well, well, you know what it looks like here is that it, I mean it's not going to be coming out anytime soon. It looks like it is going to be a little ways off. I mean I'm thinking twenty twenty seventeen. Yeah, uh, it may be longer, but I mean it is it's it, it is great to hear that you know they they definitely killed their their Kickstarter. Uh, what they wanted, I guess that's what they used Kickstarter. Um, I guess the target was two two million. Shit. And they had forty one thousand eight hundred forty three backers. I mean, at this point, what I'm reading here, uh, who pledged three million three hundred twenty thousand. And there's there was still time to go. I think that might have expired by now, but that's just crazy, man. Hell yeah. And I hope they do the right thing with that money. And that's what that's why I get a little leery of of crowd you know crowdfunding because you don't know. Like, are you going to use the money? Or are you just going to sit there and throw it in your bank account and use like a fraction of it? You know, right. like that. And, th- yeah. and that's what I'm kind of like. Uh, but, you know, the guy looks pretty cool. I like how they, they had the creator uh, on stage. Yep. And, um, you know, it was real genuine. He was real like, you know, this is happening. Uh, thank you so much. So it, it doesn't sound like, you know, they're going to take advantage of the of the crowdfunding. I think they, you know, it's going to be legitimate. They're going to use as much as they can. And I'm interested. I'm interested to play that game. And I think it actually probably you'd get a better game out of that kind of stuff if they actually use the money for legitimate because they're not having anybody kind of bear down on them going like, you need to get this game done. Oh, this isn't going to work. Just get rid of it. Don't use it because a lot of gaming companies like such as Activision will just, you know, pay, 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 pay for you to get, you know, not a great quality game and piss off pretty much everybody who's working on your game. Activision. Um, 
Well, that's what I thought was funny because a lot of people were like, I know when EA pretty much was backing like the Mass Effect games, yeah. like a lot of people were like, oh no, but I think EA was more like, no, 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 we're just giving them money. It's like they already brought out a good game. We didn't have to worry about them not oh, doing their EA. job kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, and, and you know, on that segue, Matt, now we're talking about Mass Effect. Mass Effect was actually, uh, we have Mass Effect Andromeda coming out. Yeah. Um, it should arrive towards the end of next year. I mean, that's kind of a long ways out, but it's cool to see that you know Bioware is is doing their thing. I mean, they've they they obviously just also announced their their Star Wars uh, Knights of the Old Republic expansion. Mm. Um, I've played a, a lot of that game. Um, I had a Jedi Sentinel, uh, you know, dual wielding my lightsabers. Hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> but you know, the, the, it looks like Bioware is doing their work, and and I, I think. Um, we finally got a good look at what they're going to do with the next chapter here in the Mass Effect saga. Uh, so yeah, we'll see if we'll see who we're going to be uh, hooking up with here. Now, aliens did, and hot chicks. Now, did, now, did you mind the ending to Mass Effect Three, or did you think it was a huge slap in the face? Oh man! Or is that am I am I poking the bear right now? No, no, no. <laughs> I, at least they did right. At least they they. I was I was like, are you kidding me? But they fixed it, and you know, to me, it was fine. It was sufficient what they did. They they went ahead and, and give you gave you some more content to really kind of redo that whole thing. Yeah. And, and and I was happy with it, man. I was I was pissed, especially when you're playing that long. When you're playing a game that has that much content, and then you get to the end, and it's like, do you realize how much how many things went down? <laughs> you realize all the things I just did, and now I was just like. Which womp, one? Of, which womp. which one of these will you choose? Yeah, are you kidding me? But you know, and, and you know what's so funny is that that happened a while back. To me, it seems like it's been a while. Where it's like now, I don't care. I'm sure back then I would have been like, "Oh my god, heck no! Are you kidding me? This is how they're going to end it." Which you'll hear in the Destiny podcast. But uh, <laughs> it was they fixed it, and and I'm okay with that. EA at least and Bioware, you know, more so Bioware, they fixed it, so I'm I'm happy with it. Okay, no, yeah, I just remember that when that game came out, it was a huge stink as soon as yeah. people were complaining it, just like, what the hell happened? Yeah. Um, and maybe they rushed it. You never know. Maybe It happens. So. Well, this is the weird part, because there was uh, two games that came out at the same time. It was that uh, The Reckoning, uh, The Kingdoms of... Something. Yeah, Amalon. Oh, that, you know that that was with uh, McFarlane, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a great game. Todd McFarlane. And that's the thing. I remember that. Loved the game. Thought it was great. And then all of a sudden, I was like, Oh, when is this coming out? Because it had like a demo for it. Mm-hmm. And it was all like, Oh, this is coming out a week before Mass Effect Three. I'm like, Did you guys not do any mark? Like, you guys did not think about this. They didn't. No, they didn't. Because they, they're like, pushing it out, and it was like. What and the they did not get the recognition it needed, and then the whole company went bankrupt. It was like, Well, yeah. if you guys would have pushed this until like the summer, yeah, you probably would have done better. Yeah, dude, what was the baseball player that was behind that? He's oh, the, Kurt the, Schilling. Kurt, Kurt Schilling. Schilling. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And, and we're obviously this podcast is you know we're, we're recording here in Arizona, so you know I know a lot of Red Sox fans know Kurt Schilling. I mean, we know the, Kurt Schilling. We won a World Series with uh, he was on the team right when they won the World Series. Yeah. It was Randy Johnson yep. and Kurt Schilling. They were the, the duo. It was a shitty situation that happened. Yeah, <laughs> for really, Rhode yeah. Island, but <laughs> you know, but you know what's cool though is that at least. I know would never have thought a person like Kurt Schilling was that in depth with with games. Whether yeah. it was you know, uh, and the cool thing is that they're both here. You know, you got you got McFarlane yeah. is here, and you got Kurt Schilling here in Arizona, and that they just teamed up and created this game. That's why it meant so much to me because I'm like, this is pretty cool, dude. These guys are just a few miles from me. You got a baseball player here who I, you, I had no idea, and uh, and they just they made a great game. Yeah. It was very in depth. I mean, you you had a lot of gear. Uh, you had a lot of places to go. 
uh, considering maybe I don't know what their budget looked like, but they had a lot of cool classes, man. It yeah, they like, even had uh, like the DLC came out afterwards too. And the game, I I think I'm pretty sure I put like because I did a lot of the side quests. I think I'm pretty much I put in like over 40 hours in that game. Yeah, it, and it, that it, wasn't it. even including DLC yet. Yeah. So I was just like, shit, you know. And that's how I feel like certain games they need to be that like if you're gonna have a game that length, then I will pay you sixty dollars for it. If your game's gonna be ten hours long, you can go fuck right off. And <laughs> Steve likes that phrase. Oh, that's that's the new catchphrase on Arcade Bros. <laughs> right now. You're gonna need a shirt. Shirt. You, you can fuck right off. You can just fuck right off with that. Um, so, all right. So we got um, moving on from uh, Mass Effect. I mean, obviously, we know it's going to be a great game. I don't think I've ever played absolutely. a Mass Effect that let down. For sure. Beyond the ending of we all know. Uh, but let's go to uh, the one that kind of surprised all of us. Uh, we didn't really know what the heck was happening. There were there were robot antelopes and weird, just weird looking things. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, I mean, it was like it, it's an all new looking. It's like a, it, it looks like it's a post apocalyptic kind of game. So this um, was uh, during the PlayStation conference. Okay. Yeah. Um, this game looks pretty badass. <laughs> you had like machine dinosaur things yeah. and. Your job is to go hunt them, and I, it was very like you know you're respecting the land, and it was very like you know Native American, you know, and then its approach to uh, uh, what they were hunting. Um, I wasn't expecting it. It was it was kind of out of the blue. Yeah, uh, and I think a lot of people really like what they saw. Um, it was different. It looks like it's going to be an open world, you know, sandbox type game. Um. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I, do you guys know who made this game? I mean, I don't even know who. I don't. Who, I have no idea. That's weird, I, it, but I, it looks good, man. And PlayStation's probably going to hit a hit one here. I, I, th- I think they're going to hit a home run with with Horizon Zero Dawn. But we'll yeah, see. it looks really rad. I'm really intrigued by it. She got the bow and arrow work, and in, in yeah, looks cool. <laughs> Matt likes bow and arrows. Bow and oh, arrows. No, that was like my favorite weapon in the Tomb Raider uh, reboot. Yeah, it was great. All right, guys. I uh, let's talk about Xbox. Xbox. Well, Xbox, of course, said uh, they did a remake again, but I'm actually looking forward to it because it's a great game. And if, again, I'm trying to. The this game came out when the system pretty much first came out of 360, but uh, Gears of War Ultimate Edition. Yeah. Uh, you can play the beta right now um, on Xbox One. Um, but then they're also releasing Gears of War 4, which I was surprised because they actually kind of ended that story. Like, they pretty much wrapped it up in Gears of War 3. They even had the prequel, you know, Judgment, yeah. uh, which was pretty good. And, um, but they they actually had their shit together with that what they wanted to do with that game, and they kind of you know told you the story and how everything goes, where this storyline is going to go now. Because I'm pretty sure you're not playing as Marcus Phoenix in this one. It looks like, mm-hmm. um, but again, they only showed us a little bit of a teaser trail and some gameplay. Yeah, looks phenomenal though, like uh, just how things look and how the battleground's going to be and the new creatures you're chasing after. I guess. Yeah, because um, you had the the the. You had the the flood, no, no, the locust, the locust, yeah. You had the locust, and then the next guys, and the third one was like <laughs> the, the flood. that's Halo, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Come on, man. Sorry, get your shotgun out. Sorry, you had locust, and then you had. I'm trying to remember what the new ones were came out. They were like the weird, like it was had something to do with the um the basically their energy source that got like polluted or whatnot. Um, but yeah, that's within the third game, of course, and. I'm going to just say, if you guys have not played the game, or and it's been out for, I don't know how long, spoilers, but of course, you lose a character in the game that's been with you for... He was a good character, uh, too. He was a great oh, character. Oh, hell no, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, I'm out. No. 
So Gears of War was like one of the first uh, times on Xbox 360 where I was like, holy shit, this game looks so good. Well, they did a good job with the oh, mechanics, man. man. We're shooting behind like, cover and, you know, the grenade throwing. There was a lot of elements introduced in that game where it was like, wow, they really, really did this. Yeah. It's, and it works. A third person view I didn't think was going to be great and they made it work. I hated the multiplayer. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everybody was just jumping. Everyone tuck and roll, jump, tuck and roll, jump, shotgun, <laughs> jump, tuck and roll. Everyone's jumping. I'm like, this is Jump stupid. around. So it didn't work in jump multiplayer. Around. But yeah, I, you know, that's one of those games that I think, you know, I'm going to go ahead and bite the bullet and get me, you know, get by myself an Xbox One. But well, put it this way. If you do buy an Xbox One uh, in the month of August, it looks like they're actually packaging the first Gears of War with it. The, the Ultimate Edition. It. Why do I want to play it? it for free. Oh, come on. Okay, Mr. I like remakes. That's not a remake we need. <laughs> Gears no. of War already look good. What no, else could you possibly it's, add it's to Gears of War? It's not the remake we need, but it's the remake we deserve. Oh, <laughs> here we go. I just that says you. the Xbox people with your reverse compatibility. I don't care. What are you going to play again with reverse compatibility? Like Games really? I haven't finished. Dude, oh, <laughs> Dude I'm about to boot up uh, Red Dead Redemption again. Shit. That is a remake we deserve. <laughs> oh man, I'm about that to put that one up again. Is a remake we deserve. No, I don't even want a remake. I just want a new one, dude. I might as well. Yeah, that too. I'm, I'll take a new one. Heck yeah, that's a game. I that want, they need you know, they had up. what was it? The first one was called what was it? Red Dead Revolver. Yeah. This yeah. one was called Red Dead Redemption. Now you go Red Dead Revenge. Come on, Ooh. people. Somebody hire there. him. Somebody hire him. Um, He's got but yeah, no, I'm totally down for that. What about L.A. Noir? Did you guys ever play that? I did. Did you like it? I, I I enjoyed it. I loved it. I was just wasn't sure what other people. The whole concept of it, it was like a technology that had never really happened before. Yeah, and, you know, you go investigate. Oh, so that was the whole premise. It yeah. was like yeah, like the the uh, the. So face... it wasn't all old school L.A. It was gangster. It was stuff well. And... It, you were a detective, and like you would yeah. go to these crime scenes and like yeah. un- and solve the sto- the the story behind it, but. Mm-hmm. The whole pull behind it was they had this facial recognition um, software to basically it like it was so clean and crisp. It was yeah, it was like, like in the game, so you could kind of see like if a guy's doing a twitch when you ask him a question, yeah, see if, if they're lying, if they're not lying, if they're yeah. telling the truth. Yeah. I mean, it was a really it's really kind of cool, and you also kind of sit there and you you start playing the game, realizing, oh wow, the technology back then for them to try to solve these murders and yeah. stuff is like compared to what we have today is just kind of crazy. Yeah, and it was cool too because it, uh, if you guessed the right thing. Then you heard this like chime, but if mm-hmm. you if you didn't guess it, you heard like, you know, you fucked up. Like, oh shit, yeah, to get the right answer. Like, going on this uh, investigation. So, all right, so uh, I need to play that. I, I missed that one. That was one of the games that that, that kind of got by, by me at that time. Um, what's up with your new controller? Oh yeah, that I don't know. The, I, the elite controller. The elite the controller. Heck, I'll put it this way: the elite controller. It came out. Uh, I like the idea. I like the concept. I don't know what I would use triggers for though, because I don't play that many racing games. Mm-hmm. I do like the customization of it, but I do not think it's worth a hundred and forty nine dollars. No. Yeah, we're not professional gamers. Another, <laughs> another money grab. Yeah, Microsoft that's what I even I said grab. that too. I was like, really, Xbox? I'm like, your controller's fine. Like, I don't know why you want to. You know, you know what this looks like to me. <laughs> you know, I sound biased, and I, you know what, I don't care. What the heck, Microsoft? Like these are what this is what you whipped out? Reverse compatibility in a new controller? Well, I, I mean, I, I, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, really, reverse compatibility? You're gonna play games? I like, like Steve says that you haven't finished yet, but 
I feel like that wasn't something that was supposed to be highlighted so much. Like, it's like, you know what? Here, you here, here's your reverse compatibility. We're not going to be like, oh, my God, we have reverse compatibility. And then a new controller. Really? That was it? We're not going to? I don't know. I, I sound biased, but it just sounds like they kind of whipped that up at the last second and said, what can we do? What can we do for E3? All right, here you go. New controller and reverse compatibility. I'm sure if PlayStation wanted, they could have reverse compatibility, too. But I think they that they know. Why? Why? We still have so many people playing on PS3s. Why are we? I mean, you have you have Destiny on PS3. You have Destiny on three. Or is Destiny on 360? Yeah, yeah. Why make it reverse compatible when you know they have the consoles? I don't know. No, maybe no, that's just. Well, it's the funny part when the when the controller came out uh, when they were showing everything. I'm like, this is kind of cool, but then it was also kind of almost makes me feel like it's a Lego set. And I know I'm going to lose a piece, and I'm not going to be able to use oh, it for yeah. its potential or whatnot. Well, I just think it's for a different demographic. Like, yeah, I love playing games, but I don't need to go spend that much money on a controller. I did I'll, like I'm the... not, like, competing or anything like that. So No, yeah, that's true. But I did like the grip idea. Yeah. Like, the little grip on the thing. I was like, oh, that's kind of because it's like, I'm like, sometimes you're gaming and stuff, especially in Arizona with the heat and everything. That I mean, sometimes yeah. your hands get sweaty. And you're like, oh, crap, I can't. Uh, yeah. You know, kind of thing. I was like, oh, a grip thing would be kind of a nice idea. But, I mean, again, I... <laughs> Xbox, you really—it's like okay. First off, we've already shelled out all this money for your system. Yeah, I'm really gonna pay 149. I'm like, I could buy two other, two more controllers with that money. It's like, why? Yeah, and I'm, I just hope, I just hope that PlayStation is smart and doesn't pull the thing they did last year with the PlayStation Three, where they were like, oh, look at your stupid Wiimote. <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, we have one too now. Uh, the, yeah, the move. Yeah. Yeah. So I really hope PlayStation's all like, that's great, you have a new controller, we're focusing on other stuff, but they come oh, out they next year their... with all like, look at our controller, then you're like, fucking PlayStation. <laughs> well, you got your headsets coming out next. I mean, you got your virtual reality stuff, and I think that they're putting a lot of a lot of time into, and, and I th- that was also something that kind of came up pre-E3. Uh, I remember they had a, a, big conf- uh, a big conference for the Oculus. Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, it looks good. You can tell they took a very Apple-esque approach to the design of their headset, which I thought was cool. Downside, they teamed up with Microsoft. I know you guys, yeah, you two are like, why is that a big deal? It's like you're going you're gonna to ship an Xbox controller with every headset. And I just feel like they should have stayed away from that. Why did you need to team up with Microsoft? I feel like Oculus had a very good, it's a good controller. thing going for themselves. Yeah, it's a good controller, but it was just like, oh... They're teaming up with Microsoft, and it's, I don't know. Some guys a, are going to think I'm a fanboy. I can already just see the comments. Yeah, but now, isn't PlayStation but... like making their own, anyways? PlayStation's what, making their own. Yeah, yeah, Project Morpheus, which looks, you know what? I'm sad to say, I don't think it's going to be as good as as uh, as, as um, Oculus. But the one that I'm really intrigued about is the uh, the. Oh my God, I'm losing it now. The guy they made HTC. Um, oh. um... I forget Shit. what it's called. They have a whole website. I looked at it during the whole thing because I was watching in the comments. They're like, oh, screw that. Screw Oculus and screw Morpheus. Wait till this one comes out. That one looks like they did it right. And yeah. that's probably going to be the one that I'm going to buy. Um, I'll look it up here if you guys want to. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what stuff, HTC. But... They do the phones, right? The yep. HTC yeah. phones. Is, is that the, those aren't edges, right? No, they're just like. No, I don't think it's the edge. They're um, not Google The phones, Revive, HTC VR. Oh, there we go. Uh, we got the uh, HTC Revive. Um, Basically, they it's HTC and Valve. Uh, there, yeah, that's right. Um, let's see. Fuck. It, it, could you imagine getting a Half Life? 
in in, <laughs> in virtual reality. That'd be dope. Uh, I mean, that would just uh, that's crazy. And I think I really hope they do do that. But that yeah, it's called Vive. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be the one headset out of the others that's going to come out on top. But that's just my guess. Uh, all right, so I guess the one last thing that we really didn't talk too much about, which we were waiting for the end, uh, we we have some time, a little bit of time here, um, is Final Fantasy VII. Do you? No. Oh. That one was the one that we were waiting for. Um, did we talk about this earlier? I don't think we did. We talked a little yeah, bit we about, talked it. about it. A little um, bit. Okay. But yeah, it looks like it's revamped now. What I'm going to also say to a bunch of kids who get to jump into this franchise and not have to put up with what we had to do, where uh, I think everyone should be, f- be f- if if you have never played the original one, do yourself a favor and do that yeah. uh, before you just go like, no, I'm going to just play this one because it's good graphics. You well, have you're going to go gonna, you're gonna think it's cheesy because it's literally block graphics. I mean, you got some big <laughs> yeah. pixels going yeah. on in that mm-hmm. game. I mean, the For hands sure. look like a box. Yeah, me. that's all it really was. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's, it's, it's like, it's not a gun or just a box on your head. Shut up! But it was beautiful, man, and I, and I sound cheesy saying that, but it was a masterpiece, the way that they pulled off the story. There was no voice acting. It was literally boxes of text you were reading, yeah. mm-hmm. and it just felt like, man, this is a great freaking story. It was four discs long. You, you had so much to do in that game, and, and there was so much strategy involved. There was so much... Uh, I loved how they introduced the elements of, and I'm a big I'm a big fan of this. I mean, any game that introduces any sort of like you know you know love interests or anything like that, Mass Effect kills it. You know, yeah. Witcher kills it. Whenever you have anything like that, people love playing those types of games because it takes you away from you know your your reality. You know, you get to you know live your life through somebody else's shoes. Um, and it, it was great. They introduced Tifa, and you had Ares, right? That was her name? Yeah, Ares. Yep. And uh, it was really cool because it was like you really took that to heart. You know, it was a great story you were involved in. Uh, you know, Ares, I don't, I'm, well, I'm going to ruin it because it's such an old game. You know, Ares dies, and it affected you. It's like, holy crap, she just died, and I really kind of had a thing for her. And it's like, I have a thing for Tifa, too, you know, but... Man, she was like she was the innocent one, you know, and she and and you really, you know, kind of ran with the story, and 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 you had a, uh, you know, materia, your magic, your summons, everything. It was it was a great game. So, um, yeah, I, I actually liked their the materia they used in that game, and that was actually also one of the first like kind of things you could like customize. You know, you could like, oh, I want to give this one this person, give this yep. that person, all the kind of elements and stuff. Also, the fact that it was like. Um, even though it was like the the graphic, I mean the backgrounds and stuff. Like, yeah. Even though the characters were a little bit like wonky or whatnot during the time frame, with, they did a great job like, with background. Yeah, picturesque at the time. And then even that halfway through the storyline, where you find out like all that shit happens to Cloud, and you found out like, oh shit, you're not even the person you said. Like, yeah, like that, like twists and turns, and like a story like that, you're just like. Yeah. The soundtrack, man. Ugh. Oh man, you still hear those songs, but you know it's uh, the Genova, you know, music. Whenever you were, you know, you can't getting getting near a Genova boss, you'd hear that music. Yeah. Sephiroth, you heard Sephiroth's music. One one winged angel or whatever yeah. it was called, or the freaking um, boss battle music that. Dude, to this day, whenever I'm like at home and I'm like, say I finished the dishes, I'm all like, level up, like right after. After that whole ba- Josh like battle, learned scrubbing dishes skill. Yeah, we <laughs> leveled up, acquired what was the li- like lightning or something, whatever. Yeah, it was, nice. yeah man, you, those were things that stuck with you. So yeah, for the younger you know uh, gamers out there, play the original. You're not gonna like it right off the bat, but if you just kind of approach it with the right mindset, it is an acquired taste at in this day and age because things have become so vivid um graphics have become so you know amazing you know you go play that it's like oh come on man 
But yeah, just wait till you get to the Chocobo racing. Wait till you get Chocobos. to uh you know the last boss battle wait till you summon the what was it the seven knights of the round table yeah the knights of the round oh man wait till you see that summon it's crazy which i hope they keep in this game which now we'll talk about that what are we to expect are we going to see a remake of the original story or are we going to see somehow because it sounded like in the trailer that they were coming back like something happened i heard it was like well my thought process was it's like we're getting something new yeah same characters something new so um, we're not going to play the original story, which I'm okay with. That's fine. But it's like, oh, man, you're taking a huge risk. Yeah. Huge risk. But they're also going to make a shitload of money. Yeah, they're <laughs> going to make a lot of money. But they are taking, they're very, they're walking a fine line with, unless, you can't top. Unless in the little teeny corner of it, it's all like Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. Oh my god. No, you know what? I think that would be the biggest mistake Square Enix makes, but we'll see what they do. I think yeah. they should just remake I, the original, but if they have a new spin on it, uh we'll I see. just hope they kind of just stick to their normal gameplay and not go with the ones that was in Final Fantasy what 13, I think it was. Yeah. <sighs> that was crap. That's another thing. It's like are we going to keep our turn base? Or are we going to do some, you know, Kingdom Hearts type stuff, you know, running around and yeah. being able to do things and I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. Maybe it's a hybrid. Uh, I think they're going to lose it. To be honest, I think they're going to do away with the turn base. You think so? I think they're <sighs> going to get rid of I it. I love the turn base. I thought it was so great. Oh, I love it. I mean, there's you a get lot a of... chance to strategize. You can do all your kind of well, stuff. That's, I mean, yeah. that's Final Fantasy. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. But then like, you got yeah, like the newer. It's like well, yeah, yeah. The th- well, the problem with thirteen was graphic wise, amazing. Yeah, you kind of enjoyed some of these characters. Like, oh, they're really cool. And some, but then it was less like, oh, you want to? Hey, remember when you could just go wander off of the wilderness? Yeah, you can't. Just stick to this path. Buddy. Yep. Like it wasn't until you're almost done with the game, or as I like to call it, tutorial, which is forty hours into the game. <laughs> uh, it was a long ass tutorial. I remember that. It's like, this one is over. Welcome to the real game. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Yeah, and then you literally get to one part of the game, and it's all like, oh yeah. Uh, you could fight the boss, or you could finally run around and do stuff. You're like, what? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Uh. So when they said they were making a sequel to that, I was kind of like, what? Yeah. Um, but I think they'll do fine. I mean, if they put some cool twists and turns, maybe beef up, like, they'll add stuff to the storyline, because that actually happened with uh, the Metal Gear Solid remake that came out for the GameCube called Twin Snakes. They actually added stuff. So when I was mm-hmm. playing it again, I'm going like, I don't remember this at all, but this now actually makes more sense. Like, nice. I was like, the story actually kind of fits now. Before it was just all like nukes, mo- monster. Like, thank you, Twin Snakes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so maybe they'll do something like that, where they'll kind of give you a little bit like because some of that stuff is also you're just like, wait, what? His that's your mother or your dad? What? What's going on? Yeah. Um. So we'll see. I'm I'm pretty sure they. I don't think they're gonna screw the pooch on this one. If they did, then squeen it. Maybe that's their plan. They're like, look, we're just gonna get a bunch of pre-orders. Not do shit, and then we're just leaving the country. You know, and that's a very possible. Uh, that is a possibility because they were so stubborn about this game for so long. They did, everybody was asking for it, everybody wanted it, and they're like, and I think their excuse was, if I remember correctly, was that it's like we cannot. That was that game was a masterpiece. We 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 will not remake the game until we make something that was better than Final Fantasy VII, and you can't. And I think they they learned. We cannot beat that game. It was it was one of those once in a lifetime games. You can't beat the storyline. You can't beat what we did there. Uh, they finally came to terms, and and now they're giving us what we wanted. But my fear is that it they won't follow through. Mm-hmm. My fear is that they're gonna 
you know, they're drumming it up. We're all into it. We're ready to get Final Fantasy VII in our hands. And then they're going to be like, oh, we canceling that project because of creative differences. Or we're canceling that project <laughs> because this and that. And we don't believe, you know, we wanted to do it. But we just wanted this and that. And, 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 and then it doesn't happen. That's my fear. So we'll see. Or know. we will finally get it. Everybody will be happy for it. But then you'll have people going like, so when's our next Chrono Trigger sequel? Oh, and, like, yeah. and then there's yeah, like, be the next one. And they'll be like, we just gave you the game you were waiting yeah but we're fans and we're not satisfied with anything yeah, yeah of course that's true. gonna happen that's what well you, you even people. see the forums now and you see the comments you know on, on websites it's like oh my god so we're gonna get chrono trigger right it's like oh, can we just just one at a time please <laughs> you already found something else to be talking about when you finally got one thing that yeah you like, i'm stoked like. like don't get me wrong i would i would love i don't even want to remake a chrono trigger i would love them to just continue that storyline oh, if they're yeah. able to i think it'd be great not the chrono cross because that doesn't exist um why because that's a horrible game. I like that game. That was a game of, oh, look at me. My body was taken over by a cat guy. <laughs> that game can fuck right off. I had a good time. That was around the Legend of the Dragoon time. I, I like those games. But but the, I like that one, Legend of Dragoon. I thought that one was a good one. That's pretty good. That, that was one. all Sony, huh? That was all Sony. That was all Sony. Um, well, yeah, I, I think that's probably going to wrap up this episode. Uh, the only other stuff you can touch upon really was probably what Nintendo released. Uh, they just had kind of a small kind of press conference, which was Star, Star Fox Zero, the Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes. They don't even deserve to be talked about. The Metroid Pro- Oh, I have to talk about Nintendo. Okay, first off. Uh, oh, that Metroid game. Are you serious? Let's put it this way. If it wasn't for Nintendo, if you haven't seen this picture that was leaked online, the, the Sony Nintendo system that was created... If it wasn't for Nintendo partnering with Sony at that time, Sony would have never been like, hey, we're going to create our own system now. So you can thank Nintendo for your PlayStation 4 now. Steve, you can talk about Nintendo all you want, man. Hey, I'm not saying you have to like it. I'm just saying Uh, you got to give credit where credit's due. Whatever. Nintendo is drowning, to say the least. Not really. Whatever. Okay. You really want to go there? Because we'll go. I'm just saying. Come on, guys. Step your game up. That's what we got. Puppets. A puppet show from Jim Hansen. Do you have something against the Muppets? Now? I don't, but it's like, oh, uh, was, you heard it here, people. It Josh was, hates it was, puppets. it was, <laughs> whatever. I love the Muppets <laughs> actually. And if you didn't know, they're actually gonna have a TV series coming out pretty soon. Yes, here. that is true. But um, I'm just saying, that's what you had to give us—a new Star Fox game, which looked kind of awkward. And and you no, I agree. A, a Metroid Universe game that has nothing to do with Metroid, and everyone's been wanting a new Metroid game forever. And then you get, well, you do, and then you do have. All right, all right, all right, all right. Now that I'm here. You got Mario and all the goodness that is making your own levels and throwing random ass things on top of things that shouldn't be there. Uh, you know, you got, you know, what are those called? The rocket shooter guys on top of bullet bills, I think. Bullet bills on top of sewer pipes on top of, you know, just random stuff. They, they hit a gold mine there. I just think they banked too much on that. And that's really all they had. That was all they had. No, I'm, I'm not saying like, I'm not trying to give them In an old franchise. Well, I'm not saying we have to be like, oh my god, Nintendo stuff. Even I was kind of like, this. Is literally the last Nintendo game I bought was Smash Bros. So it's based, like... Based on? Based on... Old characters. Old franchises. Metroid, Zelda. They, they, I mean, why are they... Why? They had a lot of new characters in the new Smash Bros. Yeah. Well, I know. They're new characters, but they're not... It's not a new game. You get characters like Star Fox. You get characters like you're getting all their old stuff. I mean, I, I get it. I, Smash Bros. is a great game. Don't get me wrong. I'm just a little sour with, come on, Nintendo. It's time to get off your laurels. You've been, you've been chilling on them for too long. It's not the 80s anymore. 
it's time to really give us something that we want to buy. And in, I don't know, man, we'll see what Nintendo does from here. I just, I, I've lost a lot of faith in Nintendo and it's kind of sad because that's what I started with, you know? And I think they're just kind of chilling. I think they, they think they're too big for, for anybody's opinions and we'll see. Well, well, well I don't know. I just, I just, it was a letdown. Huh. And I've, now to this point, I don't even pay attention to what Nintendo does anymore. It, it is because I, what am I going to get? Another Mario game? How many Mario games do you got? I mean, I get it. The guy's priceless. You know, you cannot replace Mario. You can't replace your characters are timeless, but it's 2015, man. It's well, time to step it up. I will say I'm pretty stoked that uh, since they signed that cell phone deal, if we can start getting some Nintendo games on like our smartphones. I'd play it. Fucking down. I would totally play that on my phone. Are you kidding me? I would, but then it's just like, man, Nintendo. They should have done it a long time ago, but. Yeah, true. And then they had their whole thing with Apple, and yeah, they didn't want to, you know, give into that because why? Because what you th- Nintendo thought they were going to release their own marketplace and their own phone. Come on, man. Hey, remember Microsoft and Sony did that. Yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right, man. I'm just. I don't know. I'm I disappointed. Think that's I, all. I, I, that's my I, disappointment. No, no, and you're absolutely right with certain stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. I like the Nintendo Wii U. I have a couple of games for it. I like those games, but again. There hasn't been anything new that has come out in the last you know couple of years for Nintendo to be like, okay, show me something new, give me something. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. We're getting a new Star Fox game, but how many Star Fox games have I already played? Exactly. Uh, like I will give you that. Lack. I mean, don't get me wrong. No matter what, though, Legend of Zelda, I will still buy a Legend oh, of Zelda yeah. game. I'll buy, I'll buy the Zelda games. But there's certain stuff where we're just like, I'm just kind of hoping Nintendo is either you're gonna play, you're either gonna do what Sega did and just go, we can't make systems anymore. We're just gonna give character properties to other gaming companies and let them do what they want to do, or Nintendo's gonna step up their game and just finally be like all right and that's what i want them to do i'm not trying to say you know screw nintendo you guys you know you, you you're old you you've got no new ideas you've got no new innovation like well even though that's true i have a lot of faith in them and i want them to come back man nintendo's nintendo come on give us something it's time no more no more of you you old guys that are still there in the company you know, rehashing old ideas that you had. Give the young guys a chance. You know you have interns there. You know you have people there that are dying to make something for you. But you're just sitting there in your in your in your thrones. You know, resting on on Mario and and you know and Mario Kart and and all these other Nintendo French all these other characters. Give the guys a chance. You need it. You need new blood. It's time. So next year at E3, they're like, finally, we heard what you guys were saying. We know exactly what you guys want. Here we go. Super Mario Brothers 2, the movie. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, you know it, man. That's what we've grown accustomed to. Give the young guys a chance, man. Your time has passed. Uh, Keep it alive. No, no, and I totally agree. I think they. I think everybody needs some new idea, ideas and someone else to be like, hey, look, this. hey, we do have a Mario game. Why don't we do this with Mario? Or... Yeah. Maybe Mario dies. We've had Paper Mario. <laughs> We've had it's Paper like- Mario, Baby Mario, Mario Kart, Mario Puzzles, Mario this, Mario Keyboard Typing, Mario Educational this and that. It's like, ugh. <laughs> like, next Nintendo game, Mario's Funeral. <laughs> pay your respects. Yeah, pay, yeah, that's all you do. <laughs> oh, you screwed up, huh? And I get it. They like to keep things wholesome. They like to keep things G-rated. They don't like shooting games. I mean, that big step was having Resident Evil 4 on the Wii. You know, like, that was a big thing. They don't like violence. They don't like 
um, you know, they like to kind of keep things for the, I don't know. It's like Disneyland. They don't, it's, Nintendo just likes that kind of, I don't know what you want to call it. That's their thing. But it's time, man. It's time for, for new blood. Give us something else. So, but that, that was our recap of E3, I think. We, uh. I think we have a lot of good stuff waiting for us to come out and stuff like that. So, Matthew, where can people find you if they're looking for you online? You can find me at Matthew Renfro. That's on Twitter and your Instagram? Twitter, Instagram, See, and he just, Facebook. He, make, he makes it simple for you people. Joshua, if people want to find you on the interwebs, or do you like to be incognito? No, I, I, I have my, my handles and stuff, but I think I'm actually going to... I'll have to create my own uh, new Arcade Bros Um Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. So hopefully here in the next episode, I will send you, I'll let you guys know how to get a hold of me, uh, how to communicate with me. But uh, yeah, we'll keep that for next time. Well, that sounds good. That sounds good. And of course, you can find me at Stephen Mooney Jr. on the Twitter. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Arcade underscore bros. And also give our Facebook page a like at facebook.com backslash Arcade Bros. So I think that's going to wrap up the show. And I can't remember if I ever had a closing... Um, Get your shit together, Nintendo. No, that wasn't it. Something wholesome. (laughs) Bye. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.